love to talk. So they made a podcast. And that's why we're here. To listen in. And what's it called? It's called Banter Buddies. Welcome to Banter Buddies, episode 20. The show that continues forward and will never ever stop soliciting your phone calls and bugging you to leave us a voicemail. <laughs> Brian, hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the show. Neil, it is, uh, it's so great to speak to you over Zoom after we've uh, been traveling for this past week, doing our own little road trip. Now we're going to talk about road trips. Oh my gosh, good, good, uh, good tie-in right there. That's right. We, uh, we've been hanging out. We've been, uh, you know, sometimes, you know, we think of Zoom and it's like, oh yeah, it's, this is, this is what you do because you can't see other people. But like, yeah, we were, we were just together for like 48 hours straight. And, uh, but you know, the podcast just, just easier to happen over the internet in the, in the comforts of, of our homes. But maybe, maybe I'll come over. You've, you've done a podcast here before. I, I, f- I suppose, uh, maybe sometime I should come over and, and see your studio set up and we can do one in your basement. Yeah. You'll come in the merch. Uh, right mm-hmm. now I'm in my, in the merch. What you, this is not a merch dungeon. It's more of a merch corner of my basement. Uh, but, um, just looking at some, you know, rolls of tape some cuckoo kangaroo stickers that's good for acoustics right there that's why it is yeah t-shirts we recorded the whole album down here neil that's right we've been down here enough yeah totally yeah we did that we did slow clap there and uh yeah the i would call it maybe the the distribution center cuckoo kangaroo distribution center headquarters something like that that sounds way better yeah, something way more official. That's not very fun, but you know, we, you know, shipping merch is is, is a serious business here. Okay, you got to get the address right, you got to get the weight right. Um, you know, there's, there's not really a party when you're shipping merch. You, you got to be on point. You have to be on point, but it is a nice time for me to listen to like new music. It's mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems like a good time to like decompress, just hang out in the distribution center. Well, we we'll find out a better a better name for it. Maybe you, the listener, has a name for us. What should we call Brian's uh, basement? Just the, well, specifically already, the corner no, where the merch is, where the recording area is. The distribution center. That's what's up. That's what's up. <laughs> it doesn't sound too like Amazon or something like that. I don't know. I feel like I don't uh, know. Yeah. I don't know. I just I we, every email we get that comes specifically about merch. Is they just are everyone is so trained to like talking to some robot somewhere, and I'm just yes. like, okay, I can help you with this. I'm sorry, <laughs> you typed in your zip code wrong. Hey, uh, Brian, and they're like, are you the real Brian? And I'm like, yes. We don't like hire a bunch of people named Brian, but we should. That'd That's cool. a good idea. Yeah, you can uh, only Brian and Niels need to apply to you know work work with us. We can only collaborate with people with the same name as us. That would be a that'd be a challenge, but I'm up for it. I think we could do that. That'd be uh, that'd be good. That'd be a good option. <laughs> Neil, but th- uh, we um, we've uh, when we go on the road, we get to try new things, and we mm. tried a couple different new kinds of cold brew. Oh yes, we did. That is one of cold the fun brew things. coffee. Yeah, we and like what do you think brew. about that? How do you say? It? Is it Chiabani? I think it's Chobani. Cho- I think it's Chobani. Chobani. It's the yogurt. The ro- the yogurt people, right? Yeah, you know, you know Chobani, you guys. They make yogurt. They they primarily make uh, what we thought was just dairy products, but I guess they're expanding. Explicitly saying no dairy on their thing. It's like this is yeah. just coffee. This is black coffee. I like it. Oh man, Starbucks just put all their like stuff in the gas stations. They're just like, how much dairy and sugar can we put in here? And we're like, can we please have <laughs> coffee? Just coffee. 
yeah, no caramel, uh, none of that other other junk. And yeah, we were we did a show uh, in Ohio, and uh, you know they got us some cold brew, and it was like a, I don't know, I don't know, it was like a it was a share size, you know, it was kind of like a a mini carton. Almost, I'm not sure is it a quart or something like that, but it was kind of, uh, yeah, it was it was something that you and I shared, and it came out of like a little like tall carton, and it was good. I don't know. I, I feel like I don't have that discerning of a taste for cold brew. I think they kind. Of, I think I was saying it kind of tastes the same to me, especially if they have some ice in there, it gets a little watered down, you know. So I don't know when I when I want cold brew, it's just more like oh, I want something that's a little, you know, going to be refreshing and caffeinated. Um, it's not really about like oh, I, I particularly like the taste of it so much. But I think you're more of a connoisseur than I. So so how did you feel about the uh, the Chobani cold brew as as compared to maybe the stuff you have at home or the busy uh, cold brew which you've recommended on this on this podcast i have oh i thought it was nice it was uh it's a it's a little smooth Mm, without some bite so that means they probably uh, did like a quicker cold brew yeah like they did like a 16 hour like steep Mm. if it's getting 24 hour it's getting it's getting a little darker a little muddier depends on some stuff what do you mean you can't taste the taste though you always uh you can i mean you're all about like you're the you know the bean goo. How can you not taste? <laughs> yeah, with like a pour over. With like a pour over, I can generally taste like, oh, this is this is something nice. I can I can really taste the flavors here. But sometimes a cold brew, it's I don't know what it is, but I just don't have as much of a specific uh, taste for it, or don't like. I can't really taste the differences between them. Um, but yeah, I did note I did note the smoothness of this Chobani um, product here. So I, I did like that, but. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Maybe I have to do a little bit more and just think a little bit more while I'm drinking cold brew. Maybe we'll do a taste test or something. We did that for Lemonade on just Instagram stop Live. Chugging it, Neil. That's just right. Easy. I'm, I'm too enthusiastic. I just have to just chug it all down. I gotta get, if we're I gotta gonna get do a, a coffee taste test though. We can't do it at night. We gotta we gotta do it like in the morning or something. Okay. Yeah, it'll be a morning broadcast, wake up broadcast from our beds, each of us in our bed, and we'll uh, drink coffee. It'll be a good time. See, we're just coming up with ideas right here on the show. That's how we do it. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's good to it's good to travel. It's good to be rolling around with you again, Brian. And that's what we're talking about here today on Banter Buddies, episode twenty. Uh, we're talking 20. about road trips. Road trips. You already mentioned it. What is your favorite thing to do on a road trip? And uh, we got some good calls, but uh, we got to talk about our um, backgrounds with road trips. And uh, you know, I think we should break this into two categories. The first one is, you know, sort of thinking back to like family road trips or when you were a kid um, and then thinking more about, you know, sort of these days or when we go on the road or when we tour, um, you know, what do we like to do to, you know, pass the time of being in a car? So thinking back to being, you know, family trips, Brian, is there anything like what's the first memory that you would think of as far as, um, you know, long trip in the car? Uh, I'm not sure how far you'd have to go. I know you went to the cabin a lot, but that's, you know, that's what, 90 minutes, two hours, something like that. Uh, what were some of the longer trips you had and, and sort of how would you stay busy or what, what would you do on those trips? We, we, we always did summer trips. We always did summer mm. trip out west or out east or into Canada. And my parents, they bought a like a bright pink pop-up trailer but all the canvas on the side, they bought it for like $200. Now that I think back, I'm like, what a steal. <laughs> yeah. Like the, the canvas was all molding, so they had to get, like, get it. We had to like re-canvas it and put it together. It's like a, a straight-up pop-up, you know what I mean? And you pull yeah. out the sides that were like wood. 
Uh, so we did. We were uh, we pulled that and we we hit. We went all over. We we went probably like forty of the forty eight continental all over the place. That's incredible. Of, you know, always going through South Dakota, Montana, North Dakota, mm-hmm. Ohio, through Wisconsin. The plains, the the plains out there. And that's, you know, that's part of the reason why when you're on a road trip, you might need something to do because, you know, there's certain areas where it's all beautiful. Oh, just look out the window. Look at the scenery. It's incredible here. But, you know, I think we both have that in common where it's like, yeah, lots of South Dakota, lots of Nebraska, lots of, you know, South Dakota, uh, you know, Iowa, like just cornfields and farmland. It's just like it gets a little little uh, monotonous to look at. So you need, yeah. especially as a kid, you need some you need some stimulation, you need some entertainment, you need something to help pass the time. You know, we both have siblings. We both have, you know, similar age siblings. We're both the oldest and we have a younger brother and younger sister. So you got you know, that going on. We are the oldest. That's we right. Are. We are. Yeah, the, we're in we charge. Are. <laughs> we are the oldest. Okay, so yeah, we, all, we, we did uh, national parks and state parks. Nice. And and camping. What about you guys? Yeah, we mostly just went to go like hang with family members who lived in um, South Dakota, western South Dakota, and then in uh, western Iowa. So it was kind of either a four-hour trip or a 12-hour trip, something like that, you know. So those are like the destinations we'd be going. And, yeah, we'd pile in. Uh, we always had a minivan, you know, um, you know, in the family. So everybody fit in there and all our gear fit in the back, you know, the, all the duffel bags and Stuff like that, um, you know, so we would just pile in there and, and get on the road. And, you know, the first thing I think about is, you know, my parents, you know, they, they, they were, uh, especially for those, you know, those 12-hour drives all the way to, you know, the Badlands, to the, you know, Hot Springs, South Dakota, we would, uh, we had a little miniature TV like a like a like a square screen, uh, you know, kind of a TV. That you Neil, might... we had the same one, the VHS uh, one we? that you yeah. plug in the thing and there then you, you like go. wedge it in between the two seats, barely to yep. just kind of like strap it. Wedge in. it in between the front two seats, and then we had this little mini mini table, like a little tiny table that we'd set it on, and uh, and then yeah, it just plugged into like the cigarette lighter thing, uh, you know, power source in the front of the car, and we, yeah, we'd watch VHSs, so. You know, I think about, you know, Star Wars, watched a lot of like Star Wars, you know, the original trilogy Star Wars on there, maybe some 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 Disney films, you know, Goofy Movie and and, uh, you know, Aladdin and stuff like that. So that's that's the first thing I think about, especially for those long trips. And then we had this do like really like, like Aladdin. You guys love Aladdin and your family. Aladdin's a great film, yeah, yeah. That's so a big that's, hit. That was a big one for the, for the, for the household that I grew up in. Um, and then we'd have this like very complicated headphone splitter because <laughs> mom and dad <laughs> didn't want to hear this, right? They couldn't watch way. the movie, you know. So yeah, so we went three way, and yeah, it was just like one, you know, eighth inch uh, port on the phone on the um, on the TV, and then we just had these splitters, and we each had our own headset, so it was like peace and quiet, and we would just watch a couple movies, and that'd be it. So that was like the main thing I think about, like what was my favorite. Thing you do on a road trip, watch movies. But it sounds like you did the same. You you had the same you had the same VHS combo VHS TV screen. Oh, we had it. Yeah, a lot of ap- Apple Dumpling Gang. <laughs> there was this movie we watched called Cheetah a lot. That was oh. pretty good. About it, it's kind of like a Homeward Bound mm. like thing, but with a, a cheetah. Yeah, know? talking cheetah. So <laughs> no, it didn't talk. It didn't talk. That oh, was wild. Nice. <laughs> I look back. Oh yeah, so it isn't homeward bound. Yeah, no talking. Yeah, the cheetah. No, I was just thinking like the cheetah had to get back to its friends and stuff like that. So, uh-huh. Uh huh. Okay, Neil Game Boy. No Game Boy. 
oh, I had to have the Game Boy. That was kind of came later, maybe, you know, maybe more of the, you know, later 90s rather than the early 90s. You know, we didn't each have a Game Boy, I don't think. So it was kind of like we kind of, but Scott and I were more into that stuff than my sister. So there was a point, I think, maybe we had one and we would share it back and forth. Um, but yeah, lots of lots of Game Boy. I don't th- we did have a Game Gear, but I don't think it ever really made it on the trip. That thing was massive and it took so many batteries. So Game Boy, definitely. Maybe the Game Boy Color, you know, kind of talking yeah, mid nineties. Like kind of, that's a flex, right there. Yeah, that's, that's a, flex. a flex. Had it, had it. Was playing Pokemon, Pokemon Blue, and stuff. So. Uh, you know, a little bit of that as well, but I think even earlier than Game Boy was like just like the handheld games where they were like an LCD screen and it was like baseball or whatever, you know, it was just like it had like four buttons on it and you just played like this really simple game on like a black and white, you know, was, I think Tiger Electronics made them little handheld big plastic things, but they just played one game, you know, they didn't have like cartridges, just like one handheld game. So, yeah, a lot of a lot of video games, if possible, obviously, you know, that 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 went a long way. Um you know, so, so so that was also a thing. So basically, you know, I feel like, yeah, kids say it's like, oh, everyone gets a rap of like, oh, see the kids today and their screens. They got to be looking at screens all the time. But like, that's how I grew up too, sort of, even before smartphones and tablets and stuff. It's like, we were just watching tiny TVs and Game Boys and stuff. So maybe too much hasn't changed. <laughs> yeah, just play play Pokemon. Yeah. Pokemon Red. Did you play a hours. video game or anything, or did, you, or did you not have that? I can't, I can't remember I if you had a Game Boy in your life. I remember when I was a little bit older, and they I, they would still make me go on the camping trips, being like a freshman in, in high school. You know, I was like, they're like, we're still mm-hmm. going. We're yep, going out. We're going. You got to come with. I had a I had a Sony Discman. Is that what? Uh, so yeah. Whatever the cheap version of that was. And yep. I got to, I, I had my paper out, so I got two CDs, and I got the <laughs> Jimmy Eight World Bleed America record oh, yeah. and Red Hot Chili Peppers, by the way, and I listened to those cover to cover constantly, all the time. <laughs> so you had to do, it was, you know, you had to just listen to the whole thing generally. I mean, it's- That's all you had. You just had two, just go back and forth in the liner notes, that's all you had. You couldn't, like, research about Jimmy Eight World or something like that. Yeah. Now, my dad was a, he liked to find- Every once in a while, he'd love to find like a road stop place that had ice cream, just like he'd like Ooh, to seek it out. Yeah, and he he got a like a, a a specific parks pass so that he could, as we're driving back from anywhere on the West Coast, he would stop at Mount Rushmore. We wouldn't go see the faces. We would do nothing. He would just go to the gift shop to get this like specific like triple berry soft serve ice cream cone. Like, wow. think about, like, driving up, parking, doing this to go up and get an ice cream cone. I think of back on it now. I'm like, that was uh, that's a pretty intense thing. You must have really liked that soft serve. It must have been incredible. I, now I really want to try I wonder if it's still there. I mean, we, got, we might have to check this out. I don't know if we would have the time to stop over and do that all for the ice cream. But, uh, you know, I, I would like that. That sounds like it's really good. And, um, and that's a really cool deal. Yeah, I like ice cream on the road. I mean, it gets hot, you know, especially these trips in the summer and stuff like that. You know, you need a little, little pick-me-up with some sugar. Boom. Let's get some ice cream. Yeah, we would definitely try and get some ice cream. Sometimes it would just be like McDonald's drive through soft-serve cones. But, uh, yeah, the, getting snacks also is, is a big part of, uh, you know, road trips and, and, and kind of and doing that. And, find, yeah, finding interesting places to stop. You know, again, with South Dakota, it's all this wall drug. You know, you get those billboards everywhere. And just, like, little kind of dinky little attractions or little, uh, you know, big statues of dinosaurs or <laughs> stuff like that. Anything to kind of break up the day and be like, yep, this is where we're going to stop. Just stretch your legs. Like, go run around here for five minutes, and uh, then we'll get back on the road, like – 
that that is that's a part of the road trip too even though you're not like in the car like traveling like those stops stopping points where there's like little weird things or just any little area that give you an excuse to get out of this car and do something different i think i think that's an important part of the road trip too and you had to get more seeds your dad needed the seeds <laughs> yeah dad's big sunflower seed guy you know and uh yeah he had to get the seeds big bag of seeds and you know he put a handful in his mouth I'm still a one by one type of person. I never never learned the the full like chipmunk cheek, uh, you know, store the seeds in one side and then crack them one at a time and then just have a plastic cup and you just spit them out in there and boom. So uh, yeah, I kind of picked it up from my dad, but not all the way because yeah, I'm not I can't do the I can't do the multi seed lifestyle. Uh, but yeah, uh, what, what, I don't know. What, besides ice cream, was there any other snack that you remember, Brian, of, of enjoying in your in your road trip times? I don't know. Marine basically brought cookies. Enough, yeah, oh yeah, marine yeah, cookies, cookies, yeah, but maybe, uh, probably maybe enough jam. peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for, you know, three thousand people for a whole week. So, <laughs> I think about when we'd road trip, we would we would have road trips within California, like we'd do the whole redwoods up cool. and down the coast. But it's that's like so we cool. had a road trip there, like yeah. that's like thirty six hours to yeah. get there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. So that's, much driving. Yeah, you had to road trip to the road trip. <laughs> the pre-road trip, I guess. Um, nice. Yeah, I'm sure we'll get let's to some into, more of these let's things. Let's flip yeah. into now. What's the yeah. now? What's your what's your go-tos right now, Neil? Nowadays, you know, I guess when we road, road trip, like, it's just you and me. Or, you know, there's other people who come with us sometimes, like your brother or other, other folks who help us out with merch or photos or whatever. But... Typically, like every road, any road trip I do right now is like it's you're there too. <laughs> That's pretty interesting. Like I don't like do that like just as like a per, like for fun, just for me or with another person or with my siblings or something like that. Like it's pretty much like my road trips now are going on tour or like or driving to a show or whatever. And you know these days it's um, you know I think we're in the same boat here. It's all it's all about the podcast. It's all about. Um, you know, just being able because of the long form nature of pod, of most podcasts anyway, where they're kind of an hour plus, and you know, the, even more than an album, I think they can just they have a special ability to kind of keep your attention and um, you know really hold on to it and really kind of especially if it's like a multi part thing or as many episodes you have kind of built up. It's just it's just a fantastic way to, um, you know, again, get a really good shift in on there on the road and just like, oh, yeah, it really makes like three hours kind of fly by if you really need it to. So that's podcasts have really changed the game. I mean, obviously, there's talk radio before that and like, you know, the satellite radio and stuff like that. But like the on demand nature of like, how am I feeling right now? What kind of show do I want? Boom, I can just pick it on demand. I have it right there. That's just has changed everything, and I think that is that is the main thing of like, oh yeah, I'm excited to drive because I want to listen to this show. So I think, you know, I, I know that's that's the big one for me, and I I'm, I feel safe, you know, saying for you too that we both really love listening to podcasts when we're on the road. Totally, a road trip for me. If we need eight hours, I want like when a show when there's like oh the next show is like five hours away, I'm like, all right, I'm not really gonna get not going to dive into anything you know meaty let's go you know don't you <laughs> it's think, a short don't trip you think, is, is eight hours a good time you think that's like a good are you like you're like a six hour kind of person well i i would never want to drive for that long straight up but like i think that's a that's a fine you know when we're on the road that's a good day of driving for for you know if we can switch off and stuff like that you know as far as being that's in the car the i trips can do it. eight the trips eight not yeah. not the driving leg i've been Sounds, driving a lot lately but yeah. uh 
eight is a lot like for most people obviously but like when you're on the road like some these numbers like stop meaning that much and it's just like oh yeah what's the number today okay cool we're doing that so <laughs> even though it might seem like a lot it's like you just get in the flow of it and, and those just become numbers just numbers neil just yeah. numbers yeah, yeah i'm a pod numbers. remember the old days when i say old days i mean pre like music on your mp3 player when you'd mm-hmm. have to bring your giant case of burn cds and oh, just yeah. like, flip through that was fun. I mean, there's certain fun to that too of listening to the whole album or listening to like a mix CD or you know trading off or whatever. But yeah, those were those are the dark ages. We're thank goodness we're beyond that now. We can just pick, just jump around to any song by any artist ever while we drive. So that's nice. But uh, and then we just might might chat, you know, might uh, you know just talk business, talk about life, you know. So I think like after podcast, it's like you know conversation, hanging out. And then also, I don't know, just I'm better about like reading and stuff on my phone. Like you can you you get a little car sick if you were like reading, but I'll just like read articles or read Twitter or something like that, too, to pass the time. So obviously all our personal devices now that we all have with us are are very nice for the the road trip situation as well. All right. Let's get into these calls. Let's see what 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 our friends our friends are saying. We got some friends. We got some calls, and uh, I'm excited to, uh, yeah, to see what uh, what they like, and yeah, we can, uh, you know, talk about our experiences with these things too. So let's get it started right now. Hi, my name is Ayrton. I'm from Minnesota, Farmington, and my favorite thing to do on road trips is listen to podcasts. Hi. Oh my gosh, Ayrton. Just like us, Brian, Ayrton seems to be uh, someone who's younger than us by a lot. He also likes to listen to podcasts. That's cool. Pods. Pods. I thought it was more it's an adult, adult thing, but, you know, you know, this podcast that we make, you know, it's, it, it's for everybody, just like everything else about Cuckoo Kangaroo. It's not really just for kids. Adults can listen to, but... You know, uh, you know, as as a podcast producer, you know myself, I'm I'm very interested in the world of like, you know, family podcasts and just how podcasts can expand in general. So um, it's a small but growing area of like, you know, shows for ki- specifically aimed at kids and stuff like that. So I think it's cool that uh, Ayrton, um, uh, no matter how old they might be, uh, you know, is, is getting into the podcast at a young age. So that's uh, that's cool to hear. Our friends, kids. Keep us up to date on the cool pods for mm, kids. Like yeah. there's, uh, what did Ginny tell us about? So there's Story Pirates stuff. Oh yeah, there's, shout out Story Pirates. Uh, wow in the world. There's a lot out there. Yeah, Pod- most of them I think are pretty educational, like fun ways to like learn about a thing or like you know. And, and that's you know that's not what we do with our music and stuff, but that is. That is a very, uh, you know, good way for any I mean, podcast. I mean, I know you're some, some, Brian, you really enjoy like history podcasts or, you know, how I made this or stuff like that. So, you know, I think the educational or sort of like I'm going to learn about a specific topic like type of thing that is very popular just in podcasts in general. So it does make sense that like that would also transfer to like podcasts for kids as well. It's got it. Ayrton. Just get that uh, get that driver's permit. You're going to be rolling around <laughs> listening to pods all the time. Let's go. All right, next caller. Hey, guys. It's Mr. Dunlow from Virginia. My favorite thing to do on a road trip is a game that Mrs. Dunlow and I call it the letter game. I Googled to see if this was a common thing, and apparently the alphabet game is the preferred name, where if you haven't heard of it, what you do is – You start at the letter A, and each player in the game tries to look for 
words that start with that letter on a sign. The only rules are you can't you can't repeat a word already used by someone, or you can't pull a word off the same sign. Uh, it gets pretty intense, like the letter J. That's from hot action, you know. And so let's say we pass Jimmy John, and I say Jimmy as my J. Mrs. Dunlop can't also use the word John because that sign's been monopolized. Uh, it gets really intense, you know, um, and it's a fun game. So that's how we pass time on our trips. I also appreciate you guys just using the podcast as a medium to pick up ideas for how to entertain yourself now that the world hopefully opens back up and you guys get to go on tour. So I, I appreciate you using us as a resource. Um, see ya. Yeah, Mr. Dunlow, we're going to just take, we're just taking all your ideas. That's what we do. Yeah. Neil, is Does Mr. Dunlow think that he created this game? Yeah, I, I believe, uh, you know, the letter game, uh, you know, he started the letter game and other people are just copying it. And, uh, you know, but we know we know now that uh, Mr. Dunlow was the one to, who created it. I don't know if that's uh, verifiable anywhere, but uh, it sounds good to me. I think he's a smart guy. And I think uh, I'll take his word for it that uh, he was the first ever to play the game. Yeah, I played this game as um, as a kid. And I know Mr. Dunlow is like 60, so he obviously mm. just taught my parents. Yeah, so. yeah, 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 yeah. He met them on a road <laughs> trip and taught them all about it. It's a good game. I like the whole. I like. I've I've used the. Hey, if you use that letter, you can't uh, you can't use that letter on that word again. But the mm-hmm. whole sign itself is like being called. That's pretty wild. I like that. It's fierce. I'm and Brian, I, I got to say, I'm surprised you didn't mention any sort of games like this as far as something that you grew up doing. I mean, you're a big game guy. You're, I feel like this is right up your alley for uh, road trip type material uh, with the family. Was there anything like this at all that was ever played, or was that just not not on the table for for uh, for your road trips? I know I, I I blacked out a little bit. We we did play <laughs> played alphabet game. Okay, played this game that I taught my son the other day, the license plate game. Ooh, that uh, we, you just tried to. You were, we were always just looking at license plates all the time. So now I'm looking at license plates constantly. It's like the first thing I look at on a car. You know, you're looking for that Alaska. You never find Hawaii. You see a Maine once in a while. You know, ooh, I found an Idaho. It's just rare stuff. So um, we're always looking at license plates. So you try to catch all fifty. And then um, my mom would always play a game when she was a kid. She'd play, like, the cows game. So on your <laughs> side of the car, right, whatever side you're looking out, uh, if you come by, like, cattle or livestock, specifically do cows because that's uh, kind of up in our hood, not um, not sheep. But you'd count all the cows. And then if you come by a graveyard right on your side, you go back down to zero. <laughs> so whoever has the most cows at the time of arriving at your destination wins. So, wow. but you'd so have just, to like count them out. So if you're going past like a herd, if there's like 200 head of cattle, like <laughs> you would have to count them fast. And if you only counted like 48 and you're past the trees, like somebody be like, you can't see them anymore. You have to stop. Aha. Uh-huh. So, so it's only as many then, as you can count out out loud. And then, yeah. yeah. What's the rule as far as like when you pass them? Like if you can still see them, even if you're looking behind you, though, you can still be counting. Yeah, totally. You can keep counting them. Yeah, okay. You can still see them. Nice. That's cool. So it's a running tally of how many how many cows on your side. I like that. I've never heard of that one before. That's a that's a good game. I like that. What one. about you? Games? No games. No games ever. Maybe no. I, we never played like a letter game. Like I feel like I learned about that stuff like from other 
people and stuff. Like, oh, cool. This is like a game you can play or whatever. So I don't think we've played any games so much like that. They were all the games were all in our Game Boy, I suppose. So that's uh, that's how we rolled. But yeah, now we know. Now we know the letter game, the alphabet game. People and call the cow it different game. things. And the cow game. There we go. Thank we you. We also had this. We also had a. Uh, travel bingo cards we had like oh, 30 yeah. of them in the car i've seen those i like those a lot yeah maybe we had that too that that's really fun all the different things you can see you know and then you get across them off your bingo card that's fun because everybody has a different card yeah I, I like that that's that's cool you just got to have a little uh you know you got to buy something or have make something for that one which is which is fun um so yeah the games maybe we'll get to some more games here we'll see what these other callers have to say thank you mr dunlow here comes the next one Hi, Cuckoo. My name is Annabelle, and I'm from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. First, today was my first day of third grade. Um, and then what I like to do on a road trip um, is constantly ask, are we there yet? And go, ah! Andy snacks and then, like, are we there yet? Are we there yet? Ah! Sometimes they even just go, like, Okay, bye. <laughs> Annabelle is uh Annabelle's going rogue there. Annabelle's going rogue. Hey, congrats on your first day of third grade. Neil, do you remember the your teacher's name in third grade? Ooh, no, I do not. That was when I was living in West Des Moines, Iowa. I remember a lot of my teachers once I moved to Minnesota in fourth grade. In fourth grade, I had Mr. Murphy. Um, but I do not remember third grade. Who was your third grade teacher? Oh, that's a good... Uh, I don't remember anymore. I was just thinking, like, I know my fourth grade teacher. I know second grade teacher. I know my brother's third grade teacher, Mrs. Pogo. <laughs> oh, oh, the name like that. How could you forget? I know. Great, and, great she, and he was... He was... He was a busy child, is what we'll call Jeffy, right? Right, right, He right. was a busy child. Yeah. And uh, she, we talk about her all the time. We still talk about her because, like, she kind of kept him in line a little bit, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, she, she was She knew very how helpful. to handle him without just, like, sending him to the quiet room all the time. <laughs> she was yeah. just like, he just needs stuff to do all the time, you know? That's right. That's why keep, he's causing trouble. Keep this guy occupied, please. Yeah, let's go. I'll, I'll think about it. But, oh, third grade. It's good Annabelle, times. Annabelle's good times. in third in grade. Middle. She had her first day, and hopefully she also had her second day and third day, all those days. Um, but, yeah, welcome to third grade. Annabelle, our our most consistent caller, I must say. I mean, her and Travis are, are, are neck and neck. Thank you, Annabelle, for calling. And, uh, yeah, I mean, she was – yeah, she just constantly asked, are we there yet? That's, uh, that is the cliche. That is the most commonly asked question in a road trip in any sort of car travel, I believe. Um, you know, so I, I like that. You know, she's leaning into the trope there, and uh, she—I think she also said she likes snacks. So there's another another thing in there: eating snacks and essentially screaming at her family. So, um, you know, so, sounds like a good time to me. You know, you gotta switch it up. You gotta you gotta make jokes. And uh, are we there yet? Certainly is a joke. Snacks are the most important most important part of a road trip. Really, mm-hmm. you can't start. You can start a road trip. You need gas. You need snacks. You know, I like to prep on snacks and uh, just make sure I have a base level, and then you kind of pick some up along the way. Yeah. But uh, I'm 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 going. I'll go fruit, and I'll go savory. I don't like too many sweets on the road. That kind of messes me up a little bit. 
Yeah, well, as a kid though, my mom would always, you know, you said, uh, you know, Maureen, she makes legendary cookies. That's that's what's up, and yeah, also some very great uh, strawberry jam. Um, oh, so you, you you mentioned those, but yeah, my mom would uh, would always bring uh, grapes. Uh, you know, have a big bag of grapes, like essentially wash all the grapes, take them off the take them off the um, you know the stem or whatever the the thing, and and, and uh, put them in a big Ziploc bag. So I always had an enormous Ziploc bag of grapes. You mentioned my dad's sunflower seeds, and then the other thing I always remember is Twizzlers, especially uh, the the what they called the nibs. I think they call bites now, but Ooh. like the small Twizzler bites. That was for some reason that was such a road trip snack. Like I know we had it in the house too, but like I feel like I ate more of that when we were, um, you know, doing the road trip. So those are the two snacks that uh, are nibs like nibbles. Is that what they're trying to say? Like, hey, you I can think nibble so. on this. Yeah, you can just nibble on these. But yeah, I, I don't. I think that name was was pretty good because nobody else was calling their stuff that. But I, I think they have since uh, gone away from that. But I feel like yeah. if they if you make your snacks smaller for me, instead of calling it nibbling on, just be like inhale. Mm, you know, I like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I like it connected to a longer piece of thing because then I do nibble on it like a, like a little <laughs> rabbit or something. You know, <laughs> nibble Annabelle. Like I hope you have a great third grade. Have a great third grade year. Okay. Thanks Keep for calling. calling in. Thanks for calling it. Thanks for laughing so much. That was the most laughing I've ever had on a call too. That's good. All right, here comes the next one. My name is Gus. I am from Michigan. My last road trip was to see Cuckoo Kangaroo. It was a three-hour, three-and-a-half-hour drive there and back. I am turning 10 on Tuesday. And my favorite thing to do on a road trip is uh, exploring new places because I'm I'm an adventurous kid, and I love – I'm a very curious kid. And you could say I'm free-spirited, and I love love to be places because I'm one of those guys that if I stay in one place too long, it just gets boring. And you never want to live in a space that's just too boring. That's why I love taking road trips. And and my my favorite thing, another thing I love to do on road trips is I love Harry Potter so much that I can't settle on playing with electric wands and model wands. I have to settle with making wands out of real wood. And I love to experiment with the new woods I get from road trips. Whoa, Gus, that's wild. That ended in a great way. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Just just uh, end of the call right there. Gus, I believe a new caller to Banter Buddies. Welcome to Banter Buddies, Gus. Appreciate you uh, calling. And uh, he's from Michigan. His last trip was to see our show. Maybe it was just the other day when we were in Ohio. I think that might be the one, Brian. Yeah, we, we were close. Have... We were close to the Mitten people. Oh, yeah, we were right there next to him. We even flew into Detroit and then drove to uh, Findlay, Ohio. So thanks for coming to the show, Gus and, and family and let's, all that three and a half let's hours. Start off the top. Happy birthday. Turning oh, 10. 10. Whoa. Going 10 double digits, old. Gus. Double oh. digits. Oh, man. Everything changes then. <laughs> it all goes. Okay. Gus is a self proclaimed, free spirited. That is young, amazing. Young person. I've never heard like a nine year old or 10 year old describe himself as free spirited. So. You know, I think that uh, it must mean it's true because he must know what's going on with that and he must understand that that term. And uh, it sounds like he is, right? He's mentioning he likes to explore, likes to get out there on the road and see new things. So I, I, that all lines up for me with uh, the free-spirited nature of Gus. I mean, and if you're if you're if you love Harry Potter, first of all, 
a great a great thing to listen to in the car is the is like a long series audio book. Mm. You know, you get your yep. you get them from the library. What's that library thing your sister told me about? Oh it's yeah, not- there's like a li- there's like a library app where you can like where you can uh, like get Audible style books like that. Um, yeah, but you don't need to pay like thirty five dollars. Yeah, totally. Is it called Libby? Is that the- I know that's a library. I think that's I think a- there's different ones per like library sanctioned areas yes. you know Lib- but that that could be it so yeah check out libby i guess i haven't I saved in my phone somewhere but okay so you're listening to harry potter i know there's there's two different people like oh do you like this narrator or this narrator you can yes. like pick oh but if you're going around a road trip and you like making wands then uh you need to find some trees that are outside of your neighborhood you know right. some different uh some different stocks some different seeds yeah, totally. I like the idea, you know, because, yeah, like uh, like Gus says, you know, finding new places, that really is kind of, you know, that's why we go on road trips, right? We try and get out of our current situation, our current environment, and go see something else. That's just why travel is good in general. You get, get to open up the world, see what else is out there besides what you know in your hometown or your own, you know, city or whatever. So I like that already at, you know, age 10, Gus is thinking about that. But yeah, and then and then you tie it back to the, you know, the wands. And yeah, there's only, you know, there's certain trees that you can, certain kinds of materials that you can find if you, you know, go outside of, of your city and stuff. And it sounds like, uh, yeah, get the new woods. He mentions new woods. So, uh, you know, like you said, Brian, you went to the you went to the redwoods or the California forests, like stuff like that. Maybe maybe someday Gus will get to go out there and, uh, you know, get some uh, some new wood for for the for the next wand he creates. Yeah. I wonder what the best uh, regional wood is. Mm, Is it like a silver maple? Yeah. White oak. Ooh, you you mean here in the Midwest? You mean you mean right here? Yeah. Some 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 good trees around those lakes and everything. But, uh, yeah, Gus, great call right here. Keep being a curious kid. Keep being a free-spirited kid, okay? Sounds like Gus is going to, like, tour someday. Like, Gus, you definitely need to tour the United States. Just roll on it. Get them all. All right, we want to know the best uh, wood for making your wand. And thanks for calling in, Gus. Hey, guys, Travis from Riverside. Don't go on too many road trips nowadays. Uh, last one, I went to a treehouse hotel up in Oregon from uh, down here in Southern California, but went on a bunch of them as a kid, so I can, I'm going to go that route and say what I did as a kid on road trips. Uh, I'm from Southern California, but my uh, dad's side of the family is from Nebraska, so we used to have to make yearly treks to Nebraska. You know, my dad had the pickup truck with the camper shell on the back, and it had the carpet on the inside, so I would hang out back there. Um, my favorite thing, first got to load up at the gas station on some big league chew, some packages of Malin lighters, throw away the orange, throw away the yellow, of course, a nice cooler with the six pack of Dr. Pepper in there. And then I had, uh, some of those, uh, real ones will remember these, these guys, not Game Boy, but Tiger Electronics had the, uh, these little portable video games. They just had one game on it and they'd have like X-Men or Home Alone 2. A lot of times they're based off of movies, but sometimes they'd be like an abbreviated version of a real game. So it'd be like, you know, Sonic the Hedgehog, but it wasn't the actual Sonic the Hedgehog game. It was like a modified version in black and white, but still, still super fun. Um, and, uh, you know, I have my uh, shock-resistant Discman with my 48-sleeve CD case, bumping my Safe Ferris CD, a little less than Jake in there, and just uh, hitting the road. So... That's uh, what I would do on uh, long road trips to Nebraska, which was about, you know, 19 hours from uh, Riverside. So before I get out of here, uh, I missed the deadline a few episodes ago, and I wanted to ask this question. I just got my dream key today. It's uh, Wednesday, the 25th of August here. I got my dream key, headed back to Disneyland, very excited. I wanted to ask, 
Tomorrowland definitely needs some refurbishment. If you could reimagine Tomorrowland in any way, shape, or form, how would you recreate it? All right. See you guys later. Goodbye. Oh, going Ooh. for the short goodbye there. Fake Travis. out. Fake out goodbye right there from uh, from our friend Travis. Travis from Riverside. You know, mm, you that's can't, his that's, middle that's and Travis's, last name. Yeah, that's right. Uh, what is a treehouse hotel up in Oregon? You need to find out, Brian. You're the like, treehouse. You're the treehouse guy here. You, you, you're very intrigued all. by treehouses, but uh, is this like one of nice. those things that are on like Netflix, Greatest Homes? And yes. You like think like I'll never see one of those. They're like in <laughs> northern Sweden or something. You know, right. and they probably cost like a million dollars a night. But we could just go to one. You could just go to one. You could just like book it on an Airbnb and and and, oh. and get it. Apparently, so I, I see that in your future, Brian. You're gonna you're gonna find one of these places and, and do it. Um, but yeah, road trips uh, to Nebraska. Travis is doing now. Now, Brian, he mentions the like pickup truck like topper thing or whatever. I forget what he called it. Like the a pickup you know, truck camper. It sits the in camper. the bed. Now I've, you were I've talking about how one. your parents had a camper like thing, but that was more of a trailer that you couldn't ride in, right? That was for when you got to the place, like that's where you posted up in. Is, is is that correct? Or was it something you could actually be in on the on the road trip? No. Yeah, mine pop mine packed all the way down. Mm. Like just flat. And everything like pops in inside of it. So okay. it's only like it has wheels, but it's like short. It's like very short. It's like three feet tall. But the tr- the camper that like sits on the back of a pickup truck, those things are cool. I've always wanted to I've always wanted to rent one of those and test them out so yeah i've never had that i've never i've never experienced that before like either a motorhome or a camp or anything like that like i had no i have zero experience in something like that gus has a trucks book that talks about every kind of vehicle ever and there's a whole like camper (laughs) section and he specifically knows the old school winnebago he's like i want to we want i want to do this (laughs) so i think next summer we might uh track one down to rent but he doesn't like the new looks he wants that like he wants that, you know that uh, in Spaceballs, you know the one that's there, like Millennium Falcon, like that oh, Winnebago? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, he wants that one. He wants that one specifically. <laughs> get the rundown one, Dad. Yeah, don't get the new one. Yeah. Get the old one with the brown stripe on the get side. Get the one without air conditioning, please. Okay, uh, Big League Chew. Ooh, I stay away from gum, but Brian, how do you feel about Big League Chew? Oh, so much sugar, so much, I mean... <laughs> It's amazing. I know you don't have it now, but what about back then? I never got it. They didn't mm. let me have it. Yeah. It's yeah. it's incredible. You and I have talked about this all the time. The incredible amount of no's I got, but the weird stuff they said yes to. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> like Travis calls in anything about his childhood. I'm like, Travis, I'm so envious of you. Right. right. You just had it all. Like you got real Dr. Pepper. You didn't have to do Mr. Pib. Like what's going on? Like your parents in the stock market? Like what's happening? <laughs> you got well, it like that. No Mr. Pib for Travis. I did yeah. at a garage sale get a Tiger Electronics Paperboy game yes. or something knockoff Paperboy. Did they not yep. have Paperboy? They might have. Again, they had some licenses. Like they were they X Men Home Alone, like Sonic, like they did just like take it, but I think they were able to do it because the game they were making it like used those characters, but it was not like the Super Nintendo version of that game or the you know 64 version of that game. It was just like again, this little like flat, simple up, down, left, right, you know, like two buttons, four buttons, like really simple game. So, yeah, he did a good job explaining those games that I was trying to talk about the top of the show. Those, those were common, those were, those were big in the 90s. Yeah, how does Travis get all of these thoughts in his brain to be so cohesive into if I was to say all the things that Travis says 
I would need, like this podcast, 90 minutes to get it across the table. Yeah, he finds a way to get it in a minute 45. I think there might be like a two-minute limit on these phone calls, these voicemails. So I think he's he's been honed by leaving these voicemails of, um, you know, working with brevity and uh, getting it all in there. You could say Travis is a, a teaching professional. That's right. He, he knows all what right. he's doing there. But Let's yeah. get it down to the Tomorrowland question here. Wow. That's uh, magic key stuff. I just asked you about this in the airport, and you gave me a full lowdown tutorial about the genie stuff, the lightning lane. Oh, yeah. Uh, magic key is the new annual pass, correct? That's correct. It's the new annual pass at, just at Disneyland, though. And there are four tiers. They all have different names, like Dream Key, Imagine Key. I forget all four of them. But they're basically broken down by price and uh, the more you pay the less blackout dates on the calendar you have where you can just walk into the park with your pass so that's kind of what you're getting there so um, that's cool uh, you know as a, as a Southern California resident there's one there that's cheaper if you live in, in Southern California and stuff so you know uh, I'm glad that Travis has that pass back I can't wait to go back to Disneyland but yeah Tomorrowland Tomorrowland is uh, you know it's, it's, it's always uh, it's always troubling over there because uh, there is existing uh, what they call the Tomorrowland problem which quite briefly is the future always arrives and then suddenly uh, you're future that you have in your theme park looks all weird and stuff right so um it, it's hard because you can leave you can leave adventure land and frontier land and fantasy land the same all the time like they always work because they're just sort of a one note type type of thing and you know that the, the ideas of adventure and in frontier land those things just stay the same they just are what they are whereas tomorrowland continually changes because it's in the future so uh disneyland especially has a tomorrowland that needs some updating i I don't know what the best path forward is. I think, you know, what they tried to do in Disneyland Paris made a lot of sense, um, where it's more of a uh, kind of Jules Verne um, retro future, as they would say, right? So it was kind of like the future as imagined by people of a different era, you know? And then, so then that way you avoid the Tomorrowland problem by not making it super futuristic, like with, with, with things that you actually predict will be coming, but instead are uh, the future that was, was predicted and was kind of of wrong and uh, that's okay because it's still really cool and romanticized and there's all these like books and novels and stuff you can go off of so I think that's really the only way to solve it is to kind of go to a more uh, historical uh, fictional tomorrow or something like that but it's obviously a very tough problem for a reason no one can really figure it out but uh, yeah that's, so that's what I think ideas? about Tomorrowland. You don't have any way you reimagine it? Yeah I mean in, in Magic Kingdom, they're bringing in the tomorrow. They're bringing in the Tron roller coaster from Shanghai and stuff like that. So you can always put in new futuristic um, attractions and stuff, which is nice. But I don't have any overall vibe things that you would change other than just getting rid of Tomorrowland and kind of doing something again very drastically different that has some of those ideas with it. So it's a tough problem. So I'm interested to maybe when we get to talk to Travis in person, we can dig into some of that because it's uh, certainly the toughest land to continually keep updated because you just got every 15 years you got to totally do it differently so i have some we'll ideas, see Neil. yeah what you got what you got what you want to do with it i think that they should take tomorrowland and make it really campy and really hit over the head of like what the 80s thought like space was going to be and like the future and like yeah like you make a tinfoil hat when you walk in or something like that like <laughs> yeah let's go corny let's yes. go like everything like super space wild adventure and um you know like everybody yeah, has like, like gnarly, and, yeah yeah just come just take every single space 
movie and cartoon and galaxy quest and all this stuff and just like throw it together and just have like tons and tons of fun with it and like weird aliens and all kinds of stuff and the greatest thing that i've in i've encountered was in walt disney world was in tomorrowland and we were walking and you know those they haven't changed what their garbage cans look like in like oh yeah 30 years you know it's like the curved (laughs) top a little bit yes so this one was moving subtly so subtly (laughs) i think i've told you about this before it was moving and then the 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 thing would open up a little bit and it was talking trash to people so some (laughs) i could not find the person i was i i parked it for there for an hour to see if i could find where the person was but somebody was remotely had a headset on and was like talking in a robot voice and like was controlling it driving around and being like talking smack subtle smack you know nothing too offensive about people's fanny packs and stuff like that and i i was like what's the point of rides this is incredible this is i know i love the little that stuff. is amazing yeah someone out there was controlling the robot and doing do, talking and yeah like you're saying like specifically mentioning like hey you in the pink hat you know like uh, you know that kind of thing you know like like referencing people who are right there so it wasn't just like a, a loop or something like that so yeah that was a short-lived project it, uh, the name of that that uh, robot was actually called push because, oh, it's a uh, thing you um, can find it online. It's a thing. It's a thing. It's called Push the Robot, and his name was Push because that's what it says right there on the front of the flap of the of the garbage can, right? So you push it in, and then you drop your garbage in. So Push the Robot was a, was a thing for a while. Everyone loved Push, and uh, I don't think I ever got to interact with Push, but I think that was a super cool idea, and I hope they continue to do things like that, um, you know, both in Tomorrowland and Galaxy's Edge and places like that where that can fit because it is really fun. <laughs> you don't get that anywhere else. I love it. I love it. All right. Thanks for the call, Travis. Moving on. Two more callers here. My name is Milo, and this is Adult Mitch. My favorite favorite thing to do on an airplane, like on on a road trip, is activity books that are drawing and coloring. My name is Matt, and I like... And they're from Texas. At first, I thought this was Maya. I think it's Milo. I think is what I heard in that second time. And then he said adult Mitch, but then I think the other person introduced himself as Matt, maybe. So I don't I like know. It. I think this is a... my adult. This is my adult. I want my this kids my to adult start saying Mitch. that. Like, not dad. Be like, this is my adult. This is, yep. this is Brian. I don't call him dad anymore. <laughs> You're just someone I know who's taller than me. You're an adult. Okay, so Milo or Maya, thank you so much for calling in. Um, uh, drawing, little activity books with drawing, I oh, I love them. I need to grab them more. We've been having them hitting the dollar store and stuff like that and grabbing those activity books, and I love them. I love doodling. I love coloring. I'm just, I'm all about it. Neil, what do you think? Yeah, this is a good um, memory jogger here for sure because, you know, and I also like the idea of, uh, you know, road trip, you think of it as being in the car, but, you know, airplane can kind of be the same thing where it's like you need to entertain yourself for multiple hours. What do you do? Um, So I like that airplane was thrown in here. But, yeah, this this pushes me back to even like 
you know, pre the TV day, so early elementary school and stuff like that. And I do kind of remember, you know, for trips, like each of the kids, we would each get like an activity book or we'd get like, a, you know, some sort of, yeah, like coloring book or something like that. And it was like, here you go. This is this is going to keep you for a while. And uh, it was really fun and really special to each get one and stuff like that. So, yeah, the activity books. I don't know if we, I know we got Highlights magazine for a while, but I'm not sure if that actually came on the trip. But that's like the idea, too, is like, you know, every page is a different type of thing. We you and I as Cuckoo Brand, we've put out an activity book, uh, you know, with our friend Mel. That's really cool that we don't think we have those anymore. But, you know, so we got love for the activity book. Those are really fun and um, definitely something that I did. Like, yeah, probably as like a first, second, you know, grader or something like that, you know, in the car uh, as a way to pass the time. Neil, I got my kids uh, the highlights, like younger version. It's called uh, nice. High Five. Oh, and, cool. Uh, it rules. I'm sticking with them. They're definitely going to get highlights too. It's uh, it's fantastic. I'm glad they're still rolling. I'm glad highlights are still popping in the digital age, especially with like the you know I'm sure they have an app and stuff, but like to actually have like the booklet. You know, I'm glad that I'm glad that's still going. Neil, do you like looking out the All window? Right. Are you when you're on a plane? Are you window open, window shut? If you get the window seat, you know, I these days I'm shutting it again. It's it is uh, it is amazing to be above the clouds and you know there's uh, for at least for a certain time there before you get too high above the clouds it is crazy to be like just like hovering right above the clouds like you could almost like touch them right there so there are elements there where it's like that's cool or when it's really clear and you're in a certain area maybe like you're you know in the west we can like oh, see like canyons and you could see the you know the ground in certain ways so i think there is a lot of value in looking out the windows but these days i, I like the i think it's a more common courtesy especially uh, just to close all the windows you know again it's sort of monotonous after a while it just can be blue and you can't you're too high up you can't see anything out there anyway so i think it's more i'm more of a close the window type of person because these days everyone's kind of watching their screens or watching movies and stuff so you don't want to get that light pollution in there and you know get a glare on their screen or something so generally uh window down but uh i, I also don't want to come off as someone who's over the 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 miracle of flying and uh it is cool to look out there and see those clouds sometimes what about yeah. you yeah yeah, I like I like to do a takeoff if I'm sitting there. I don't yeah, often, take off I don't is a good time like to get look. that little spot. But if I had if I took my Dramamine at the right time and I'm not gonna <laughs> like vomit from uh, the takeoff and landing, yes. I like to I like to and if and if somebody has it open, I'll definitely glance out. I definitely think it's cool. But uh, heights and flying and all this stuff and whew, it's been uh, it's been messing up my my old age. You gotta be careful out there. You gotta gotta take care of yourself when you're on the planes, you guys. All right, to uh, the adult Mitch from Texas and Maya or Milo, whoever. Thank you so much for calling in. I'm gonna get my doodle on just because of this. Loving it. Hi, this is Heidi, and I'm calling from Minnesota. And I actually thought I'd call to tell you what my son Reese, who is five, likes to do anytime we're in the car, whether it's a, a long road trip or just a short trip anywhere. Since we live in Minnesota, we drive Subarus because they're good for the winter and there are a lot of other Subarus around here. So Reese will point out very excitedly and loudly every time he sees another Subaru and we'll count them and see how many we can spot on the trip. And uh, he does that every time and never seems to get tired of it. All right. Like the show. Thanks. Bye. 
Oh, thanks, Heidi. Thanks for the compliment about liking the show. We'd love to hear that. Tell your friends about the show. Neil, have you driven a Subaru before? I have not. I bought a car last summer, and I considered a Subaru for a while. And I think they are probably very great automobiles. And like Heidi says, here in Minnesota, uh, you need a car uh, for most of the year. You can handle some uh, some mm-hmm. snow, some terrain, some things like that. So I, I get it. You know, I see a lot of them too. What about you? Have you are you are you a potential Subaru? I feel like there might be a Subaru in your future, Brian. Could you see this happening? I know. I love Subarus. I love the Forester. Great handling. I enjoy it. Well, you remember, well, when we were touring in, I bought the Camry, mm-hmm. the Toyota Camry, the 2000, I think it was like a 2014, because we were just touring in that like extensively all the time. And I wanted to get the Subaru because it has more trunk space, or our UK friends always say the boot. The boot. But, um, but it has all the windows back there, and I felt like if all our gear was in there, we were just going to yep. get broken into way faster. Yeah. So it, I went with the the sedan that has the biggest trunk space with the best <laughs> mileage for the road, and I yes. went with the. And at that time, it was the 2014 Toyota Camry. I like this Reese Five. Just I like it. Just if you're excited about something and it never it never stops getting excited for you. That's beautiful. I need to I need to keep that up. That's right. Reese enjoys uh, the Subaru. Knows about Subarus. It's funny. Um, I think my sister was also considering one, and her and I went for a walk around my neighborhood recently, and, and we were walking the dog, and we came up on one street, and there was like four of the same Subaru lined up, like parked on the same street, like one, two, three, four, like all different. And so, yeah, I think Heidi is correct that it's a very popular vehicle here in the Twin Cities. But, uh, but yeah, this this reminds me too of you know less of a road trip thing, but this reminds me of the mid '90s when like the 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 Volkswagen Beetle came back and there'd be like slug bug right oh if, my if you saw goodness, if you saw a Beetle a Volkswagen Beetle you could punch the person next to you or something like that or you punch the roof or whatever you could do that and then it also reminds me of Padiddle which is something that I would that say sounds inappropriate like, sounds Padiddle really Padiddle it's not it's not it's not piddling we're not talking about uh, we're not talking about peeing here we're talking about Padiddle is what I don't know where that phrase comes from. I suppose you Google it, so I'm not saying a slur or something. But Padiddle was what you would say at night when you would see a car with only one headlight. Padiddle. And, <laughs> what? And then maybe you'd hit the. I can't remember what the hit the roof part was there too. Um, maybe it was like last person who hit the roof was was a rotten egg or something. But those are two things I can think of. Of like, oh yeah, you're looking at other cars. I mean, you mentioned the lightning there, the um, the license plate kind of game. Like this is a version of that where instead of like looking for license plates, you're just looking at models of. Cars cars potentially um so yeah the the slug bug and patiddle were two things that uh, that i used to do we did the, we did the slug bug jeffy and i would hit each other really hard and <laughs> if it was an old school 60s one two oh, hits oh wow the modern ones yeah those are common okay but then the old ones like that's that's the jackpot can I just say, I even knew as a kid that those new Volkswagen bugs, they looked really bad. <laughs> yeah, I guess they haven't aged well. You don't see nearly as many of them as you did. In and did like they all like come with a fake flower on the dash? I couldn't I ever get so. to the bottom of that. Did yeah. people buy the flower? Yeah, was it was it a plastic flower or did they just, all the dealerships have to always keep like a lot of like fresh flowers, like, you know, ready to go. So when they sold one, they could put one in there. I don't know, but... I guess it's cool that car that they did that because no other cars were doing that. <laughs> like innovations, even if they're you know Flowers. just like surface level. But yeah, that's cool. Subaru. I'll be looking for Subarus out here. Appreciate Heidi for do, calling. I'm gonna do Reese's game. I'm gonna do it. 
Reese's He's going to yell it every time I'm with you. Subaru! Subaru, there it is. Heidi, um, thanks for calling. Yeah, appreciate it. That's all our calls, you guys. Thanks, everybody, calling in this week. We don't have any extras to put at the end, so don't listen. Just when, when the show's over, you can you can switch the podcast off. Uh, yeah, but not yet. We'll we switch. Watch you don't have to tell people that nobody wants to call into our podcast anymore. Well, you know, it's it's hard. Not a lot of people went on road trips, I guess, or they didn't do anything besides just, like, look out the window. So that's you know all what, right, though. You know where our friend Wendy, who never calls oh. into the show, hmm. l- longtime listener and hmm. f- friend and fan of the pod, yeah, close but, friend. But uh, Wendy's now saying that Wendy is Annabelle. Mm. And it's really messing me up. Yeah, I, I don't know what to think about that. I mean, why would why would she give herself up like that? You know, like it seems, sure, we've done 20 episodes now, but, you know, we're probably going to do hundreds of them. So it seems really early in the run of the show to, um, you know, pull back the mask um, at this point. So I don't know. I don't know if I believe that from Wendy. We'll see. We'll see. There's we'll see how it plays out in the long game. We got to find out about uh, the true identities of some of our callers. Um, but yo, we're going to do another show in two weeks, and uh, we want to talk about siblings. Everybody, most people, I think most people have siblings, right? There are only children out there in the world, but you know, those people, uh, you know, you can't, you can't, uh, you can't participate in in the next one because we're talking about siblings, and we want to know <laughs> what is the best and worst thing about your siblings. Okay, we all we all have things we love about our siblings, and then also we have uh, been around them for way too long. They know everything about us. We know everything about them. That is the nature of family. And uh, there's some bad stuff in there too. So we need to know both. Maybe uh, maybe they get on your nerves. Maybe they have some uh, annoying tendencies or something. You need to you know get off your chest. But also siblings can be the best. So we want to know all about that. Please call us six one two four two four zero zero three six and tell us all about your siblings. What do you like? What do you not like? Hopefully your siblings like you too. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, you know, again, Brand and I both we're have gonna real siblings, so it's going to get real. It's going, we're going to get really real. Um, we don't know yet if our siblings will be able to guest on the show or maybe they will call into the show and leave a voicemail. We're going to find out, um, just, just how few of our siblings actually listen to our podcast, Brian, because oh, yeah, let's get, know, let's get them all. Let's get all four of them. Unless we ask them specifically to call in, I'm not sure if they will hear this right now and call in, right? Like, they're not just listening. We'll ask them. Let's just ask them. Let's just ask them. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, please call in and uh, talk about your siblings and uh, say all the good things and all the bad things. And uh, we'll have a good time, um, uh, you know, listening to your voicemails. Please do that. Um, All right, that does it for Cuckoo Voicemail. We have multiple segments on this podcast, and our next one is happening right now. It's recommendations. We got to say what we like about things in the world. And, uh, you know, there's always new things. There's always things from the past that we were re- that were kind of like back on or like, oh, this has been solid for a really long time. I need to recommend that. So that's what we like to do right here. Uh, Brian, would you like to start us out today with your oh, recommendation? Do you have one? I've got one. I don't know. Why right. I haven't talked about this sooner. Okay. Uh, but since we were talking about road trips, I wanted to say a snack that I love Ooh, that nice. uh, maybe people haven't tried. Maybe uh, something in your life is making it seem off-putting. But uh, it's sitting right there, and I want you to give it a shot. I'm going to recommend um, a little treat called Hippies. Okay, Ooh. So uh, they're made out of garbanzo beans or chickpeas or whichever thing you'd like to sing, but they're puffs. So they're like 
puff Cheetos, not crunchy Cheetos. I prefer puff Cheetos mm-hmm. way more mm-hmm. than regular Cheetos. And uh, the vegan white cheddar is the thing to get. I know uh, they're sitting in the line of Starbucks, and that's where I first picked them up to try them. But now I'm at Costco. I get the big bag, and it's trouble. I have to stop. <laughs> I stopped the last two times getting them because I will sit down, and I'll finish the big bag. They go, I will go hard. So, um, yeah, it's my chickpea, organic chickpea puff, puffs and chips. I guess they have chips now. But, this, sounds, uh, this sounds great. Yeah. I definitely had a hip pee here or there, probably in your presence, probably at your home or uh, you know on the road in a bag. That sounds good. I like yeah, I too like the like the puff Cheetos or like the Cheeto balls, you know. So this is that kind of uh, consistency. Um, so yeah, the hip pee so- sounds like it's good for you. And yeah, you'll see them at like Whole Foods or you know some nicer grocery stores. But like you're saying, they're expanding. They're in they're in Starbucks. They're all over the place. Uh, Brian, it sounds like you might need to do the Costco bag and then, you know, maybe just uh, break that up into smaller bags or smaller little containers. And, um, you know, that can help you out with the the portion control. control. Portion control, Brian. But you can save yourself (laughs) from yourself by doing this ahead of time. So um, this is what I expect from you. Or I'll just come to your house and do this for you. And uh, I'll help you out with that one. I'll know the containers there. I'll find it. (laughs) Right. It's in the the house. I can't stop thinking about it. If I got it, it's on my mind. I can't portion control. That's why I either have the switches either on or it's off, right? That's right. Like a, a lot of people be like, oh, can't you just do it once in a while? Nope. Nope. It's either on or it's off. Let's party. That but, is, uh, uh, I'm happy. Cool. They are a little more, they're firmer mm. than like what you'd experience in a Cheeto puff. Um, but that's okay. Better I for say, you, and they're I more, more substantive. Crunch. They're more. They're actually like substantive for you, right? There's more there. It's not just like air and, and like corn powder or whatever. <laughs> yeah, totally. And I think less on your fingers. I still love the. I still love getting the little like uh, dust. powder dust on your fingers and licking it off. Oh, mm. I know that's you know inappropriate and not like great to do in public, like licking your fingers and stuff like that. But I can't stop. I just think it's it's a beautiful thing. Finger looking good. It. It's not. Uh, it's, it's also not good for um, you know doing that while you're recording a podcast. So we, we won't do that here on the microphones. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what you got, Neil? What's your recommendation this week? I also have a snack, and it is uh, related to a snack that uh, we have already spoken about. I have already spoken about on this episode of Banter Buddies, and uh, that's Twizzlers. You know, we talked about uh, the cherry Twizzlers as far as the nibs go. And I've always been a big, um, I've always been a big, uh, you know, uh, licorice fan uh, in general. I'm, I'm about all the t- types of licorice. I mean, I don't really roll red vines, um, so maybe not everything. But I'm a, I'm a Twizzlers fan. I'm a Wallaby, Willy Wallaby, um, you know, Australian uh, brand of licorice, a little more premium style there. But uh, I've recently been introduced to a um, what I think is a new kind of Twizzlers. It's new to me. It's probably maybe been around for a little is bit longer. Is this the bag you tried where all the, they're all different flavor? Each one's different. Not each one is a rainbow, right? That's right. We're talking rainbow Twizzlers and... Rainbow Twizzlers, it's not one. It's not one flavor. It's not uh, multicolored Twizzlers. It's it's every uh, you know every rope of licorice is its own flavor. So there's like six different flavors in there. And the other thing about these Twizzlers is they have a different type of consistency to them. It's not the same as like a standard strawberry Twizzler that you're expecting. It's a little more chewy, a little more of a um, uh, you know, I would say like a fruit snacks 
kind of maybe a little bit more like the pull and peel where it's a little chewier and a little bit, uh, you know, gets caught in your teeth maybe a little bit more. But um, it's just great to have all the different flavors in there, all the different, uh, you know, kind of like star, uh, Starburst or something or like uh, Travis was saying, like now and later is where each one is a totally different experience. And I just like the combination of the different flavors and this really different kind of um, uh, consistency there and texture to it. Um, it really does actually taste also like a lot of the flavors do remind me of like the generic fruit snacks like, uh, you know, like sharks or whatever, like it has a lot of those kind of really simple artificial flavors probably not real great for you brian you definitely have the more healthy snack out of the two us two of us here but I had to bring up Rainbow Twizzlers because I've been such a big fan of licorice. And, um, you know, I'm, 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 I might not be that adventurous when it comes to other licorice-type candies. Uh, I don't really care for, like, the chocolate ones and all that stuff. I kind of like to stick to, you know, kind of the red fruits, the cherry and the and the strawberry. But, man, this has blown the doors way open. And uh, I suggest everyone check out the Rainbow Twizzlers. They can be hard to find. My mom recently found a whole bunch for me at, at uh, Walmart. So you might have to venture to a Walmart to find them. But uh, check out Rainbow Twizzlers. Enjoy them on your next road trip along with some hippies. They'll go together great. Yeah, give me give me the green ones. <laughs> I'll hook you up with those green ones. Uh, yeah, we got snacks for you. Hopefully that helps you, um, you know, with your next road trip. These are some ideas for you uh, whenever you're hitting the road once again. That's recommendations. Uh, enjoy those snacks responsibly you guys have some have some portion control will you um impossible right. impossible never can't do happen. it <laughs> can't be done all right time to play a game today's game brian we haven't done this one in a while it's would you rather yeah i so would rather i would rather you would rather play this game okay good i hope you at home also are ready to consider some would you rather um scenarios here and uh, we got three of them and uh, you know, there's uh, this one. This one's all about food, of course. I made this one up myself, and then the other two are ones that I found on the World Wide Web. This first one: Would you rather eat a peanut butter and jelly lettuce wrap or a salad with only croutons on it? Okay, so in this, in this, uh, this is kind of a uh, you know a snack. Uh, or a you know a food swap kind of situation where we're taking the bread out of the peanut butter and jelly and we're putting that bread on the salad in the version of croutons. So peanut butter and jelly lettuce wrap. So essentially a bunch of lettuce with some peanut butter and jelly on the inside, or I can get a, down with it. A, yeah. a really dry salad just with some lettuce with just the croutons on it. No vegetables, no oh, proteins, see, okay, no see, dressing, only leaves and croutons. Okay, so um, so those now, see, are the two options. We would options. go to a restaurant growing up, and I they'd be like, oh, it's at the time, they're like, oh, would you like the salad bar? I don't even think I've been to a restaurant and they have a salad bar anymore. It's been like <laughs> yeah. a long time. Yeah, And everybody would say, it's like, it's $2 extra. So I'd be like, oh, yeah, I'll get the salad bar, and my parents would have to stop me because I would never eat any vegetables at all. Oh. I would get pudding, Jello, and then I would get I would scoop croutons on my plate and then just cover it with ranch. Oh. And I'd be like, "It's salad," and they were like, "That's not salad." They would like not let me get anymore. So when you said the salad with its only croutons, I was like, "That sounds amazing. That's exactly what I want. Just croutons." But just you're croutons. saying just dry lettuce with croutons. That's right. That's right. So we're all right, kind of, where are you going? Where are you going? On uh, this? I might. Uh, both are a little strange. 
I love we both love peanut butter and jelly, but I don't know if that lettuce wrap. I feel like that's going to be kind of bad. So I think um, I think I'll go. I'm I'm a fan of croutons, just like you, Brian. So I think I'll go with with the salad with croutons on it. It sounds more manageable, and uh, you know, uh, you know, it's it's uh, it sounds like a salad you'd make when you're in a pinch. You don't have much in the in the fridge, so you just made that. So I'll I'll take the salad, but uh, you know, I don't know. What, what do you think? Which one are you going with? I'm going the same way. Yeah. I uh, I at first thought I can just like eat veggies now. I can just like eat lettuce. I'm yeah. down with it. It's not like yeah. a bad thing. But I first I remember Mark Malman was doing something and we went out for uh our buddy Mark and we went out to eat and he got a he got a salad with no dressing. Mm. And I was like, What is going on? Like I need to have condiments. I yeah. need dips. Yeah. But he was like, Nope, it has too many whatever. So I just like I'm it's in my head and it's like I can, I could do it. I could do it. All right, there you go. All right, that's the first one. I uh, hope you guys uh, made a decision. And, and hey, if you're a peanut butter and jelly or lettuce wrap person, I'd like to see a video of you trying that. It sounds like a mess, but maybe it's great. I don't know. Um, all right, next one. Would you rather have a personal maid or have a personal chef? Pretty easy one here. Would you rather have someone clean up for you all the time and make sure your house is looking good and make sure everything's you know spotless? Or do you need someone to cook every single meal for you and make sure you're eating right? Brian, you got to start this one off. Which one uh, Which one would you rather here? I would absolutely love both things, but I, I, would, love, I would love a chef. I do mm. love cooking and stuff like that, but I'd love a chef, and I'll be like, hey, I'll do all the dishes. Yeah. But it'd be so great. If it, uh, it'd be so lovely if somebody could just like make new things for you all the time and test things out, and that'd be really fun. That'd be fun. I'd be down yeah. with it. Yeah, I gotta agree with you here. Um, the personal chef, uh, you know, I, I've been I've been cooking more in the last year or so and uh, enjoying myself and kind of figuring out what I can and can't do. But uh, you know, I, I just I feel like I could I, I could, it could be so much better if I just had someone whose only job was it to do that and I'd eat I'd eat a lot healthier in that way too. So I feel like the benefits are just super strong with the personal chef giving you healthy meals, giving you all sorts of uh, you know variety in your uh, in your dining lifestyle so that's definitely that's definitely it for me I think at least at home I'm a pretty clean person keep things organized uh, you know going back to podcasts I like to just put on my airpods and, and and do some cleaning you know vacuum a little bit do the dishes you know do some laundry whatever so I actually kind of enjoy kind of puttering around and straightening things up and just like keeping things on point so I you know I don't dislike the cleaning part some people just like can't clean and it's the biggest chore in the world to them so so uh, for me, that's not the case. I just want some uh, some a little bit healthier food and some uh, some variety in my meals. So I'm gonna go chef as well. Chef, 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 chef. So apply you? apply within to be a brand nice chef uh, if you That'd want be to. Awesome. Yeah, you could trade off living at each of our houses and uh, making us food. It'd be great. Um, all right, uh, last one. Would you rather wear a clown wig or clown shoes? Every day of your life, every single day, you either have to wake up and put on the clown wig or you have to put on the clown shoes. And these aren't I'm not just talking bowling shoes where they look kind of silly, but they're your size. We're talking big, floppy Ronald McDonald uh, shoes that just keep going. They're like they're like two feet long. They're just enormous floppy red shoes okay so you're going to be you're not going to be running a marathon in these all right you're not going to you're going to have to walk backwards like when you're wearing flippers um so you can actually walk uh so yeah clown wig clown shoes 
I, I'm going to go wig, Brian. I think a wig, um, you know, I think a, not many people are wearing the wig. Not many people are wearing the shoes either. But for me, um, you know, the wig, I think, could be could be something that I could more fit into um, some stylistic choices that I might have. Whereas with the shoes, I got too much love for sneakers and other kinds of shoes. OK, I can't I can't be bothered to only have one kind of shoe. Um, that I rock every day, but you know, I, I know. Uh, God forbid, Neil, you yeah. wore one shoe. No, wow. no, I, your I, whole I, life would crumble. I need dozens of options, please. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I can't get down to shoes. I'm gonna go with the wig, and uh, you know, I hope uh, hope to live a colorful lifestyle that way. What about you? I'm gonna go wig too, just because I don't want blisters. Oh, and I think I think a wig's more fun. Like I th- I think it'd be cool to like, hey, I do this one thing all the time. It's a little odd. Like, it's like I've said before in this pod, like, they are these two guys, and they wore the same outfit every single day for every day of high school, <laughs> their whole senior year, right? They just, like, did the bit. It was probably like a funny joke the week before, but they went all the way to the end up until graduation, and it's, it's like, dedication. you just had to do that. It's like, that's cool. It's just your thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah, totally. All right. Well, we matched up on all of these. Wow. Hopefully, uh, hopefully are you Are we the same? Are we friends? Um <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, hopefully uh, they weren't all that obvious, and you guys had some other opinions on those. Would you rather? It's a game we play sometimes. Good times. Um, all right, let's wrap this thing up with a with a, a rousing edition of New with Koo. So rousing. So rousing. yeah, we we are roused. We are we are standing up now. Our heart is beating fast. We are ready for this segment. And uh, we got some new stuff. We got new live videos, Brian. Uh, last time we did a show, we talked about how we performed our new song, Forklift, in a Porta Lou, Porta John, Porta Potty. That's on YouTube. You can watch that. But we've got some new, some new ones. There's this same idea has been applied to a couple of other songs that are yeah, out there. Why Brian. would we so do something we... just once? No, why not no. rinse and repeat forever? That's right. We we have to if we have a good idea, and this is a great idea. Uh, we have to we have to you know hit it over the head um, until everybody's sick of it. So what what are our new live videos, Brian? What do we do for these new ones? Uh, let's see. We did uh, ice cold lemonade in a tree. Mm. That was uh, I we cl- no la- there's a ladder in the video, but that was for the videographer. We did not use the ladder to get up. Like we climbed Ew. it legit style. We don't use ladders. We don't use ladders, and. Uh, and let's see what else. Um, we did sticky icky on top of a giant pile of rocks. They were doing construction by my house. Please be safe while going on giant piles of rocks. I thought it'd be really funny if I like started walking down it midway and then I slid and I could not stop. Don't it's do too that. steep. They, they get they get pretty steep and the ground starts to move underneath you and suddenly uh, you're in trouble. So, yeah, we did some uh, we did some of those videos and it was fun to play some songs in some strange places. And uh, there might be one more. And coming out more. this week, oh. we put put butt butt in oh, a river. Yes. Oh my gosh, we're standing ankle deep in some moving water, performing a song about mini golf. And uh, it was a great time. It just makes and, sense, uh, right? Yes. It just makes sense. Indeed. So we got new videos out there, and we have some new merch, Brian. We have, uh, we have, uh, we're, we're we're getting on, we're hopping on the trend. All right, we're trying to we're trying to learn what the youths are all about out there. And right now, there is a trend of uh, wearing comfortable uh, footwear that's made of foam with tiny little holes in them, and plugging those holes. With your favorite things in your life. They call these things shoe charms. 
And uh, we we have some shoe charms now with our faces and with our coup like shirt logo. And they're available on our web store. And you can put them in your alligator footwear. <laughs> you can. You can do I that. Got Go em. buy them. I em. got the alligator foot. I got the alligator yeah. foot. Yeah, they, they fit they fit perfectly in the holes of your alligator shoes, your reptile shoes, you guys. So make sure you go to our uh, our website and uh, the, check out the store and uh, all that stuff's in there. We got a whole bunch of other new stuff in there. Link will also be in the show notes of this podcast, Bant- Banter Buddies, episode 20. That's our new stuff. We're doing shows. We're traveling around together. We're having a great time. Life is good. Friendship um, is real. Friendship, friendship to the max. That's what the Lumberjanes would say, Neil. Friendship to the max. Friendship to the max. So we can't take that catchphrase. They already have it. They already have it. We can't do it's that. It's true. All um, right. Call into our next episode voicemail. Okay. It's just a voicemail. Just call in. Okay. Yeah. And and uh, try all the different numbers that Neil posts around. I'm so sorry. There's, I messed up. Did I do 651? Is that what I did? I think I think I think somewhere you have it saved as three five instead of three six. Oh, somewhere. that's just a flub, yeah. But um, it's uh, it's adorable and it's cute. And call in and talk about your siblings. And uh, if you have a really good thing you want to talk about, and you're a you're a you're a solo child, you're a what do you call a so- single? Yeah, you're an only child. child. Only child. Only child. And you want to just riff for a while? If it's funny, we'll put you in. So uh, yeah, maybe, maybe you have problem. imaginary siblings. Maybe you have. Uh, maybe you've seen TV shows with siblings in them, and you're like, "Oh, well, this is what I would like or dislike about a sibling." So yeah, you can definitely call in if if you're an only child. Just uh, I, I look forward to to hearing what you come up with. Uh, frankly, if you're an only child calling into Banter Buddies uh, in this upcoming show, so yeah, I'd like to hear that. But yeah, that does it for our show. Oh my gosh, we did it again. Episode 20 is in the can. We talked about road trips. Hopefully you are all enjoying your road trips this summer, this fall. We're going to be driving around doing shows. But uh, yeah, we'll talk to everybody again in uh, in two weeks for the next episode of Banter Buddies where uh, it'll be all about siblings and we'll really dig into it and um, you know get, get some stuff off our chest. It'll be a good time. But yeah, thank you to everybody who is listening and uh, make sure you subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to this show, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. You can subscribe to us and then that way you get that show downloaded as soon as it comes out every other Monday. It's been real. Uh, it's been fun. Thanks for listening. Brian, great to talk to you. Bye. Bye, Neil.